You know, we go overseas, we go to Europe a lot and play. They think we're Americana. <laughs> Do they really? <laughs> they think we're the genuine article, yeah. I don't know. Welcome to the Peach Jam Podcast from Georgia Public Broadcasting, where we'll introduce you to a sampling of the truly diverse and incredibly talented musicians from across the Peach State. Each episode will profile a different artist and share songs and stories recorded live in our GPB studios here in Midtown Atlanta. I'm your host, Jeremy Powell, and on this week's podcast, we're going to meet a band that is based in Atlanta, but finds a lot of success overseas. Hi, my name's Mario, and I play drums for Gringo Star. Hi, I'm Josh. I play guitar and bass and sing a little. I am Nick. I play guitar and sing and play bass. Peter Alexander Perjewell, uh, keyboards and guitar. Yeah, your middle name was Alexander. Date of birth, 52379. <laughs> <laughs> Social security. Yeah, but who are you and what do you play? Oh, uh, we're a gringo star. We play rock and roll music, um, varying types of rock and roll music. Yeah. <laughs> All the types. Some Country other types. and Western. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Play both of the popular musics, yes. Yeah. Can you be more specific about your music and your sound and what it is? If somebody's never heard gringo star, what do you play? Oh, me and my brother Pete write songs. It's about, you know, half and half our songs each. We take turns doing our songs. Uh, we switch around a little bit between the basses, the guitars, and the keyboards, and play jam music, <laughs> intermixed with songs. <laughs> you know, you've told jam me, music. yeah, you, you've told me that there's some '50s <laughs> elements, there's some '60s elements, that it's good time rock and roll. There, it incorporates a lot of various elements from most American classic music from the 50s to the 60s to the 70s, nothing from the 80s, all classic elements from uh, country and western, surf, doo-wop, mm -hmm. British invasion. I mean, it really covers the spectrum of you know, that type of early rock and roll. You know, we go overseas, we go to Europe a lot and play. They think we're Americana. <laughs> yeah. Do they really? <laughs> they think we're the genuine article, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, really, okay, because y'all are from Atlanta, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, but when you go to Europe, they think that you're you know, something special? No. Okay. Not Just, uh, no. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe more so than when you go to like Macon, but, <laughs> or, you know, around, but no, it's, uh, yeah, well, I think one of the first we played uh, this guy's Americana night one back in the back in the early days. So, and they were like, you know. And there's we, also a, an appreciation there for things '50s and '60s and classic American culture and, and blues, and especially music.
there's definitely some like surfiness in the music. There's definitely some British vibe. There, there's a lot of that. Is that how you started? Because Gringo Star has been around for a long time, or is this an evolution? I'd say it's a. It's been an evolution. I mean, we've been around since about 2007 or so. First album we put out was in 07, and uh, we've, you know, we've taken a generally similar approach to songwriting and uh, recording and stuff. Um, you know, it's generally like a live thing. We, re or we just recorded a new album, which was the first time we've gotten back to doing it all live, actually, like tracking live instead of building tracks and stuff. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> when you record, do you record in a studio here in, in Georgia, or do you travel somewhere? We record in Pete's studio. Yeah, we studio. built up our own studio over the, the last 10 years, I guess. Uh, we did our first couple albums at um, some studios around and just kind of learned what we liked and tried to acquire the gear that we liked, you know, and that's what we do now. So. So let's not gloss over the fact that you guys have been a working band since you said 2006, 2007. You played music before that as well, but as Gringo Star, you've been around since then. And then you, you're kind of grinding it out because y'all have toured, you've been to Europe, you've come back. Like, what is that like? I think traveling and touring is like one of my favorite parts about playing, you know, being in a band and getting to play music for people and traveling and seeing new places and uh, we the, some of the first touring Gringo Star did was UK we w had like the opportunity to open up this band's tour like 07 or 06 in the UK and we kind of just made some connections with some promoters and people there and just kind of just we just keep taking opportunities that come and see where they lead you know so when you play at home in Atlanta and around Atlanta, how is that different than when you're playing overseas, other than the travel, obviously? Because I got a feeling Mario's going to say something about that. It's, it's a longer drive or a longer commute. <laughs> no, no, not like that. For me, it's the uh, the audience is a different. It's just a different kind of music, more music appreciate appreciative of the music kind of audience, maybe. They're not there to just like hang out in a scene or something. They actually come to watch the you know music. Or they actually come or, to dance. Yeah, which is highly unusual. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 
crowd this full of human beings, yeah. not standing like this watching you play, but actually, you know, dancing, <laughs> I think trying to enjoy also, it. Also, there's so many shows in the U.S. all the time, like in every city, there's so many shows going on, and I don't know for sure, but it seems like there might just be less happening in some of the places yeah. in Europe we go. So when you do have a show, you, like it's more like it feels like more of an event kind of that people come out like and I don't know here it's just like there's just shows every night at like multiple venues you know. So it's almost like we're spoiled over here with so much and so many there's options. Just, there's just a lot more bands. Yesterday and today, I just wanna say it will be okay. But every single time I look your way, you just stand and turn away. I sing your song and I go to bed. Maybe it's in my head. Maybe it's something I said. But every single time I look your way, you just stand and turn away. Everything I try to do Love the man The U I don't know what, what it is I've thought about. Like the I don't know if the environment here is like, it makes it easier to play in bands, I feel like, a little bit. My wife is from Italy, and she disagrees. I've said this to her before, but she says there's lots of stuff in Europe, too. But I just had the feeling that it's easy to just, we, there's a lot of space here, and everybody's got, I don't know. Yeah, the There's like people live in houses here and stuff a lot more, and there it's like smaller places, like apartments and things. and. It's harder to have like band practice at places like that, I think, and we have a lot of bands that are kind of like uh, bred in the U.S. I think, and it here it's kind of like almost a little oversaturated, but it makes for good bands, I think, because there's so much going on all the time. Well, then, how do you stand out here at home? Like, what's been Gringo Stars' secret for you know rising to the top? locally and now getting to travel you know i, know. I think it's perseverance on yeah. our part a little bit but also <laughs> we've always tried to just uh make music that we liked and i don't know we we never really felt like we fit in with any genre really i mean we can play in a lot of different situations from like just like rock shows to more like punk shows sometimes and even more, I don't know, you know, we're always like, not exactly like those things, you know? I paint your picture on my door I guess my life's a bore I guess I still want more But every single time I look your way You just stand and turn away Everything I try to do doesn't matter, I always lose So I guess I'll try again Even though I know I'll never win And you guys have committed to the lifestyle too because uh, like you said, it's a grind and 
You have your, the perseverance, you guys just kept at it. And when I joined, I, it was a major life kind of change for me because it is a lifestyle to have to travel and maintain work and, you know, and a place to live when you're gone for a lot, you know, a lot lengthy amounts of time. And, yeah. And, but yeah, you guys just have consistently done that. So here we are still doing it. Yeah, I think away. Gringo Star is still willing to uh, enjoy hand-to-hand combat out <laughs> the field, getting in the van, just going and going and going and playing, playing, playing. I think since I've been in the band, the majority of shows that we've played have been outside of the area of Atlanta. And I think that separates this band with a lot of other local oh, yeah, bands, yeah, yeah, true. is that it's the home base and it's our home, but the band's always tried to play outside of this area and always in the van going, going, going. So, you know, uh, it just, it does take a lot to do that. It's a lot of commitment to do it. And uh, that, that might be the difference, like with a lot of other bands, because you can't really do very much if you're not willing to expand beyond your local scene. But it's important to get that down first, and then you can branch out, but a lot of people can't get to that point. I think we've always tried to take advantage of any opportunity that came up, you know? Our first show we ever played out of town was it was before cell phones were so common. I remember we had like a phone in our hallway that rang. It was like this guy called from Texas and was like, "Can you guys come play? We'll give you three hundred dollars." We're like, "Okay." <laughs> it's just El Paso, you know. It's yeah. Only like sixteen hours from Dallas. Or yeah. Whatever. Might have been a dollar gas. Back then, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Gas was cheaper. <laughs> Everything I try to do Doesn't matter, I always lose So I guess I'll try again Even though I know I'll never win Let's talk about the tour that didn't happen. You, you had a tour booked. Yeah. And then it fell apart. Tell me the story. I mean, you know, I'm sure with pretty much every band in the year 2020, we, uh, you know, everything got canceled with COVID. We, uh, we had released a, like a live album at the end of 2019, and we were going to do like a, about a five-week tour of Europe, and uh, it was May and June last, or 2020, and then a few weeks before, or I guess about a month or two before lockdown, everything happened. It got shut down, you know, and took us about a year and a half to get the, the airlines to refund our tickets and stuff. That was, that was the funnest part about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm sure it was like that for everybody dealing with that. And then our booking agent was based in Italy and he rebooked everything for later in the year. And then like, it kind of like eased up in Europe, uh, like later in the summer of that year. But that was when it got real bad here. And then they like shut the borders down everywhere. So yeah. We, we, we've been kind of just recording and waiting for things to settle before we tried to, you know, uh, we did a, f- a little bit of touring last year, but, and that was like, it was, everything was cool. And then there was the Omicron or whatever variant. And then everything, <laughs> like some places would, were like shutting down again. And, you know, it was just kind of like a dice roll, what was going on with everything. So we kind of just been laying low, waiting for, you know, I think there the was smoke to clear. At least a year, I didn't see you. Guys. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say we yeah, we didn't see each other for a good chunk of time, like yeah. when everybody was like isolating so much and didn't really know what was gonna happen. 
and I lit like we practice in the basement of my house where we record too and uh we had had a band practice like before like this all happened and I remember I just didn't go in there much and then it was like a time capsule because like I never cleaned the practice space up <laughs> and I, I just felt weird about it all and I walk in there and like our beer cans are sitting there from the last practice and everything and it had this smell like nothing changed and it just was it was depressing it was weird, and I just didn't go in there for a while. I was like, I didn't even want to clean it up or anything. And then we finally got around. To, we had some shows, so we got back in the, you know, but... But I think that's real. I mean, you guys had, so you had the live album that came out, mm -hmm. and then you were planning to, to tour on it, and then I imagine you were planning to tour on it, come back and record, and like y'all were on the cusp of doing something, yeah. and COVID completely derailed that. Yeah. And now, like, we're just now getting back to what Gringo Star was yeah, doing. It's pretty weird. That was for everyone, though. Yeah, that's the thing. So is, the, the, the whole new record is going to be chock full of our experiences and <laughs> isolation. And let me tell you what I experienced. <laughs> really? It's going to be a real unique view. That to do with that at all. And, you know, I can't... Yeah, we didn't write the COVID record. As serious as it, as it all was, it's nice to have things kind of getting back to normal and getting back to life. And uh, I think the record has a lot of that in it. You know. So the serious question then is, is when you guys are writing the music, did you have to write those songs that he's alluding to, to get them out of your system, to be able to get to write something that's more fun and upbeat and happier and not the COVID record? I definitely had like some other thing, you know, just me messing around myself or with some friends. I had some other outlets where I did the you know I'm stuck in my room or whatever <laughs> so I didn't have to ruin Green I only write the drum parts for our songs but I used all of the emotional fortitude that I had to devise those drum parts and I think you can hear it in yeah. the kick drum <laughs> listen close you'll hear it I think we recorded what one or two things pre-COVID yeah, and then we did the rest of it kind of when it started getting normal again yeah. so I guess I think the sound of the record a lot is kind of like that well, we we get to do it again you yeah know, like definitely a, kinda, a, felt good fun, to, yeah. yeah we yeah we were kind of just not doing anything for a year so I mean we did like that live so we did like some live stream thing and a couple things but not like we had I mean we have been touring like pretty non-stop since you know 15 plus years or so so it was definitely a total change to like you know go from playing 100 150 shows or something to zero shows for multiple years i just didn't like really feel like writing that much at first during the stuff and a lot of times when i see shows i get kind of more like inspired to write songs and i was kind of like writer's block or just didn't have the motivation to do anything during like the peak of the pandemic and then finally saw some shows and then all of a sudden it just like triggered this like uh, motivation to start writing, you know. The song's called Told Me Once Before. Listening the song Got no need to run Flower weeks ago 
stars on the lineup for Shaky Knees 2023. Is that a big deal for y'all? Yeah, we're, we're excited about that for sure. That's, that'll be a lot of fun. You know, we saw a lot of music midtowns back in there, back in the day. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. a big festival. It's a great festival. Yeah. Um, and when I saw you guys on it, I imagine that that had to be pretty cool to get to play a big festival, big stage at home. Yeah, it's definitely really exciting for us. I can yeah. tell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the last show we actually played officially was New Year's Eve at the Star Bar right before the pandemic. Well, we did, we went up and played like Chicago and those places, but oh, yeah. yeah, that was last year. Then did that Green Bay thing. We thought they'd never give us the call, and then one day the phone rang. This is the longest <laughs> I've played the drums in a year and a half. These three songs. <laughs> I'm bushed. <laughs> Are there people locally that have been a big influence on you guys? I think when we started, there was uh, there was a lot of bands that kind of shared a like a common influence or something. Like I don't know, it's kind of I don't know what is going on now so much. Like, and I know, I don't really know what is popular in music much right now. But there was a lot of like kind of rock and roll and stuff about ten years ago. It seemed like and a lot of the bands playing around uh it felt like kind of a kind of i don't know like a pretty good music scene They're i don't know we, we toured with the black lips and some and who else i mean our wives play in a band did called shanti shanti is it difficult to tour with your brother 
or is it a good oh, thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you asking? Yeah. <laughs> Either yeah, way. I mean, yeah. Are you kidding? Mario, do the, net, do the hey, dad thing. No. Do, a, do one. Do one. Not hey, dad. We keep that. We keep that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we usually get home from tour. We're like, all right, talk to you in like a month. <laughs> no, that's good. I mean, we've been playing music together since we were, uh, he, you know, elementary school or whatever. And, uh, you know, school. Yeah. Peter records everything we do. We He's all got family. produces the band. He, uh, it's a... Uh, you know, when you hear our music, it's pretty much Pete mixed it. And I, I mean, I might have been like nodding off on the couch like, <laughs> to turn my bass up. But uh, but when it comes otherwise, to the it's road, all Pete's though, ear. And Nick is the freaking man. You're the man. I mean, when it comes to the insane I, drives. I drive recklessly, and, and uh, so far we've been lucky. Huh? <laughs> so what's the future for Gringo Star? <laughs> Uh, well, we recorded a new record that we're excited about that we're putting out uh, in June called On and On and Gone, and uh, we're doing like uh, starting. To, we're doing like a couple of festivals and uh, some U.S. dates, and coming up here in the next months, and then we're going to Europe for uh, for about 28 shows, and then uh, then we'll come back and uh, probably play some more music. And, uh, that's about as far as uh, I thought. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Peach Jam Podcast with Gringo Star. You can find their complete musical performances on the GPB YouTube page. This podcast is recorded live at our GPB studios in Midtown Atlanta. Join us next time when our guest will be a married couple from Savannah that works as a touring band. It's so much fun because you can kind of make it like a mini vacation. Mm -hmm. It comes with its challenges because you're spending 24-7 together. But, mm -hmm. I mean, I can't imagine doing it any other way. Lynn Avenue joins us on the next episode. The Peach Jam Podcast is produced, edited, and hosted by me, Jeremy Powell. Sandy Malcolm is our executive producer. Chris Howe, our director of photography. Michael Harris, our production coordinator. Rick Smith of RS Lighting is our lighting director. And our sound engineering was provided by Sounds Good. Be sure to join me for the next episode, and in the meantime, please find and support live local music and independent record stores in your area. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.